Good evening, everyone. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Good. We've had a great day today, guys. Yeah. We got to see baby boy today. And um, he's looking good. He's, he's killing it. He's moving a lot. He's moving right this very Doctor second, really, too. Really, really great. We had a lot of questions, and everything was yeah. answered to our satisfaction. Yes, thank you. So God. we're just even more confident and excited for yeah. the day we get to meet him. Yeah. It's looking like we are, I mean, I think officially. We can say that we are going to stay here. Stay here and deliver. And have this little boy. He's going to be a true Californian. Yeah. Me and him. You're a, you're a shoot. What Dakotan are you? North, North Dakotan. Dakota. North Ashton's Dakota. a New Yorker. New Yorker. New Yorker. Fits her personality. It does, actually. That's really Watch, funny, funny, but you're so right. She loves the sand, loves the beach, but her personality is pretty direct like a New Yorker. Yeah. It's Watch, almost, our son's going to be, like, super chill, even though he he's is. kicking a lot right now. He's going to be, like... He'll be this. active, but he'll be, like, <laughs> surfer bra active. <laughs> no, but that is funny. Well, Ashton and her first 20... Well, her really, her first 12 hours out of the womb, because she was born at almost 8 o'clock at night. And we wheeled closer to midnight to the recovery room, where we stayed for the next three days, and we overlooked Central Park, and all night long, you heard honking taxis screaming shouting like all the new york sounds and she slept right through it had her little coos she is yeah, yeah. coos are so cute yeah she's she's a little she's our little new yorker though you're right yeah so anyways that's kind of a big life update that's we our have update officially decided to stay here which is a shock to the shock of the century to me and i definitely had to repent because I had a little bit of judgment towards California and I was like I don't want to stay here but it's like a righteous anger it wasn't trying to be judgmental towards people who stay here because you have to be where God has you I just didn't Mm -hmm. want God to keep me here because I'm like Lord I'm really righteously angry about my laundry list of things including as a pregnant woman I think it's criminal some of the things that they make you go through in some of these other states that are a little bit more (sighs) just frustrating but anyways that's our little life update. We're feeling really good and really peaceful, though. And today's devotion... Tonight's may, devotion. That's what I meant. Tonight's devotion. Excuse me. Um, I feel like... We haven't read it yet, but I feel like it's going to play right into where we're at, because it always does. always does. All right. Go for it. So the date is May 3rd, and the title is All You Need. Mm-hmm. And the verse is Psalms 23, 4. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Mm-hmm. Our Heavenly Father is available to us at all times. He is never too busy to hear our prayers. Rather, He delights in having close, intimate communion with us. Whenever we're willing to spend time with Him, He draws near to us. I recall a time I was feeling overwhelmed by the problems I was facing, and I was particularly lonely. I began to pour out my heart to God, telling him how I felt and how miserable I was. Suddenly, it seemed as if the Lord himself was standing next to me. I had no doubt he was there. His presence was tangible, although unseen. It was as if the Lord spoke to my heart. You have me. 
am I not enough for you? I responded, yes, Lord, you are. He is enough for you as well, no matter how you may feel, how you've been rejected by others, or how much you hurt. You always have the Lord. He is sufficient for whatever you need. So don't ignore the one who can truly fill your heart. Call out to Jesus and let him be all you need. And the prayer is, Jesus, thank you for always being with me and being exactly what I need. I cling to you, my Savior. Amen. Amen. It was kind of like yesterday's when I was talking about when I was growing up, I felt so alone in my room. And I wasn't, I don't think I was sad when I was playing my, with my toys. I just knew the stuff that was going on in the household. Life was just loud. And I felt peaceful being alone, even though I desired to have like companionship and friendship and you know, play times with the family and brothers that... You know, I just kept a lot of stuff inside too, because there was just a lot of a lot of noise, and and so I think a part of me felt a little sad, you know, like a little. You were aware, but making the best. Aware, of it, yeah, probably. yeah, that's a great way of putting it. But then it was really cool. So I think I think there was a little insecurity or codependence or desire to have like a best friend, you know, or a yeah, best brother same. or or something that could feel fill that that emptiness, I guess. Um if I was doing the best that I could and I would keep myself busy and out of trouble by just playing or drawing or painting and then when God showed me that Jesus was always there with me cuz I cuz I always felt protected, I always felt safe, I always felt as if he was always looking after me, but to have that vision and to see him in the room with me yeah. really changed the heart of that memory mm-hmm. into like a warm one where it confirmed that I wasn't alone. And it's just so true whenever you are walking in seasons, you know, where, and I remember even sometimes after the twilight years and being. There's just a lot of paparazzi and a lot of fame and a lot of things that were a little bit hard to handle in a way. Well, that stuff is violating. There's yeah. a certain aspect that goes along with your job and with your career, but I mean, the paparazzi and stuff, they're very invasive and they don't respect you or your space. Yeah, that was a hard very thing. very violating because yeah. you don't, you stop, you cease just being a human being walking down the street and people feel like they deserve something from you and paparazzi don't care they just want your photo to make a you know to make money like it's their job and so yeah and i felt like a few of them wanted to just get under your skin because i was more than happy to be like look if you're gonna wait outside my place here let me give you a couple shots cool you know i live by the beach so i was going to the beach a lot and i'm like okay like leave me alone after this like let me just yeah live live my life i'm giving you something like if i work with you leave me alone (laughs) yeah but then and even when you're like driving and they would chase you it was just it was weird and I get a lot of people say like well you're a public figure you shouldn't have got into it if you weren't it's not that it was like just the disrespect yeah and the point where 
I had to jump my own back wall. To well, it's escape. unsafe. I think as soon yeah. as your safety boundaries start getting, like, no one would like, if someone else. It's violating, was, like you it's said. It's violating. Yeah. If someone else was being followed, it's kind of like, well, it's the same argument as, oh, well, if she didn't want to be raped, she shouldn't have worn a, sh- a dress. Ooh. That's a terrible, terrible argument, and it's completely invalid. Because what yes. you're saying is that I have to change my behavior to try to accommodate someone else's dysfunction and bad behavior yeah, and downright sinful life, yeah. you know? Not saying that paparazzi and rapists are the same. That's a very, very strong example I gave. But do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you can't put you can't put the blame on the victim, I guess. Like, yeah. And to, to end that, it's when those moments where the enemy just like messes with your head yeah. that... I reached out to God and just like prayed for him to be there with me because it just got so infuriating and, and, uh, you know, he just brought peace instantly. And I was like, Oh man, thank God. Um, which is probably, thank God for God. (laughs) Like it's like probably helpful in those situations because when you are in that fight or flight mode, I'm sure it's hard. Most people, it's hard to like process and think clearly so when you ask God for peace and peace comes, then all yeah. of a sudden you're kind of, you sober up, you kind of get rid of that fear and anxiety and then he can say, hey, go jump your back wall <laughs> or you know, <laughs> give you another solution as opposed to just being, um, yeah, feeling attacked in a way. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting because so few people can relate to that specific world. We all have something, you know, similar things that caused anxiety or or situations that we felt unsafe, but you are so, it's such a unique life that you have lived, you know, and I've had a lot, well, you, but I've also, even before I met you, a lot of friends that are also in the public eye and, um, it's very violating and I would, I would intentionally try to not walk, especially if it was a guy, because I wasn't trying to like have rumors start. And so I would just intentionally try to like walk way behind or off to the side or I'll meet you at the car. Like I'm not going to try to do that. And I just remember being on the outside looking in and just, it just doesn't look fun at mm. all to me, but I also am an introvert and I yeah. don't like attention. I mean, there are, there are some fun parts. I'm sure there are perks to it. <laughs> there are perks, sure. but just like anything, there's pros and cons. I think it's when they would show up when you weren't ready or didn't want and now yeah. if you're at an event or if you look, oh yeah if you're looking fly leaving a good restaurant yeah. you're like yeah take my picture but when it's like a moment where you don't want to i remember the paparazzi got us one time when the bus broke down remember that oh day? yeah 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 and we didn't even see them right no we didn't see them until photos came out and we both looked like upset brat we weren't mad at each other it was just it had been a day yeah and we weren't what we were happened, talking but... to each other about how frustrated we were about the day yeah no, we were like we were great and it looked kind of like we were mad at each other yeah because we had mad faces <laughs> but we were both equally disgusted at the exact same thing then i swear and i swear like i, I feel like i remember one time i think i was at the park with coda no, not with Coda, with my other dogs back in the day. And, you know, you're like, okay, paparazzi, you're here. Like, let me give you a couple of minutes of, but then leave me alone, right? And so you give them the cute ones because they're already following you. And then yeah. they, like, act like they leave. And then they hide out. And the one, I swear that they 
post or they sell the worst photos of you. Of course. There's this one of me like picking up her poop. Then I'm like, out of all the cute photos of us like playing, you're going to grab. <laughs> it wasn't a pretty one. You know, I think yeah. I had like a stank face on. <laughs> yeah. Just wasn't. I'm like, Stars. They're just like us. <laughs> <laughs> they pick up their dog's poop. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Even though I walked through the valley of dog poop. No. I will fear no evil. You know, the other thing that's good is, like, he's enough for you. And it's yeah. funny because I think people are like, oh, if I accept that he's enough, that means that I, you know, people, let's say, if you if you want a best friend, like you said. And I, I felt the same way growing up. I'm like, Lord, I just want a best friend. Yeah. Or a spouse I so desired to be married or a family I so desired to have kids. And I think that people sometimes are afraid that if they accept, oh, God is enough and he fulfills everything, then that means you don't get all the other things or that your desire for those other things go away. And that couldn't be further from Mm. the truth. And it's also not biblical. Like, and the God we serve, he doesn't put a desire in your heart to disappoint you. That's not who he is. However, if we can get to the point where in faith, we say, Lord, you are enough. All that does is it opens up, it opens you up to enjoy every other aspect of life that much more without it having a job or without it having a need to fulfill you. Because if I was like, Lord, you're not enough, I need a spouse, and then you're enough, well, that would put a job on you and put pressure on you and weight on you. And that was something I really had to struggle with. And figure out in the beginning is like, okay, Lord, no, I really want you to be enough so that I'm whole and solid with just you and I. Then with my spouse, it's just the cherry on top, right? Then I can, I'm not looking to a man to fulfill a hole or to fill a hole that only God can fill. Amen. Preach. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like. Because every time I've done that, well, we, we've both done yeah, it. It's human. I, I, it's yeah, human nature. It's human. We all But you can feel it. I can feel it. Put like, expectations yeah, on them. And... Expectations are a job. But when you go to God and you say, hey, Lord, fill me up. Yes. Meet every single need because you created me. Well, then you don't look to your spouse or your kids to fulfill you. Yeah. Or to meet your needs. You know what I mean? And yes, there are needs that only you as my spouse can fill. And that, you know, my kids, I don't know what needs they will fill other than I just love them. (laughs) But, Mm. you know, it is a really good practice when you are feeling deficient in some area to say, to stop and say, God, you are enough. Even if you don't believe it in that moment, in faith, God, you are enough. It doesn't mean that it takes away your desire for the other thing. It just means that, God, you're it. You're enough. And whenever your timing is, whenever you see fit to you know, fulfill this desire that you've placed in my heart, well, then I'm going to be able to enjoy it and I'm going to be able to steward it well because I'm not going to have unhealthy or inappropriate expectations on it or a job for it to do that it was never intended to do, you know? Yeah. But yeah. You look deep in thought. Yeah, it was just, (laughs) I had something I was going to say and then, I messed it up. No, no, no. I was listening, and then I tried to <sighs> put it in the back there. I'm also at the age of the age. I'm at the, <laughs> the point in pregnancy where talking is, I'm out of breath. <laughs> to work out. I'm like, <laughs> oh, what I was going to say was that, you know, practice, getting good practice of just continuously talking to God. 
great. You know, have it be, ha- make him a best friend in your yeah, life. I mean, he, he's so the best good. friend. But even if you think talking out loud is weird, just do it. You know, it's like praying and la- praying out loud. There's power in the spoken word. And when you get to, get to talk to him and you practice having a consistent relationship, friendship with him, man, it fills you up. Mm-hmm. It really does. He's the best listener. He's the best advice giver. It's amazing how quick to you you get into the mode because it's says yeah. in the Bible, pray without ceasing. Well, prayer is just talking to God. It's yeah. not like being on your knees on your face and ignoring everything else. It's just inviting God into every moment and talking to him. And the more you do it, you'll find the more, because he's never not there. Like when you talk to him, he's right there waiting like, hey, I'm here. So it's like, oh, cool. The more you do it, the more you really do, I guess you're encouraged to continue it because it's so cool. Yeah. I mean, I talk to him all the time from the smallest thing of, Lord, I really want to find this certain brand of enchilada sauce. And yeah. Where is it? You God, said that when you were sleeping last night. You're like, Jesus. <laughs> I, do, I have been dreaming about food a lot. I don't know why. Daydreaming. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. I like this one. This I like one. this one too. Well, we love you guys. We're going to close out with the prayer again. You want to read it? Jesus, thank you for always being with me and being exactly what I need. I cling to you, my Savior. Amen. Amen. All right. Love you guys. Love you guys. We'll see you later.